Uh, well, welcome back to the Music Saves Lives podcast. We're back. Two idiots spreading bullshit opinions so that choose to listen. We are back. It's been a hiatus. I was going to say. <laughs> after a short but long hiatus. Yeah. Oh, it's been a clusterfuck. It's just been... Um, just everything to go wrong goes wrong. Yeah. It was, like, guest issues... And then weather issues, and then us just... Quality issues. Yeah, just like, us being so ridiculously worn out from the holiday season. It just, yeah. I mean, we, we recorded our last podcast, and it just, it was, half of it was me yawning, so, I mean, if, if we were playing a drinking game to, to me yawning, you would have been passed out drunk more so than you were at New Year's, so. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I think we... We both like wouldn't. We both weren't proud of the quality it was. No, so, so we just decided to not put it out. Simple as yeah. that. I know. So how was your New Year's, Jack? Let's let's talk about New Year's. Um, my New Year's was really quiet. I was in bed by nine thirty. Oh, you didn't even stay up till midnight. No. Did you put I, an alarm on for midnight? No. <laughs> I had um, I had my older brother up here with his four month old baby. So. It was pretty, pretty quiet because just chilling with him and just baby hours of sleep. Yeah, no party. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He slept through his first full night ever, like on the sec- second of the year. Wow. So it was funny. My brother woke up and said, wait, the sun's up? Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't wake up at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. But no, it was good. How about yours? Um... It was it was quiet for what it was. Um, had a few drinks, had a had a good time. So it wasn't anything crazy, and I think it was better that way. To be honest, I I'm not. I didn't want to go get absolutely shit faced and be in a gutter for the start of the new year. Hot take: getting smashed on New Year's is so overrated. Hundred percent. Like, why would you want to start the start the year, the first day of you just feeling like absolute asshole? Especially, too, when it's, like, a long weekend public holiday pretty much everywhere in the world. Yeah. Like, yes, you could spend half of it recovering, but at the same time... Why not do something productive? Yeah, just go to the beach, just hang out with people. Like, actually, yeah. you know, be functioning, fully functional, not functioning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, that's that's our, our take on it, but... Yeah. I mean, you're, you don't... Y'all do whatever you want to do. No. That's all I gotta say. I think yeah. This year's already been interesting to say the least. A lot of losses in the past few days. A lot of shit that's been going down. Rest in peace, Ken Block. Yesterday, that one hit hard. It still doesn't that, seem real. That one made me super sad. Leaving leaving behind his fifteen year old daughter as well. Snowmobile accident, which was crazy. And how can I not remember his name? Is it Jeremy, the dude that plays Snowplay? Uh, Jeremy Snow- Renner. Yeah. Yeah. Snowplay accent as well. Scarily yeah. similar from what I've read. Yeah. I d- he's he's pretty fucked up. I saw him. Uh, he's he's a stable, so he's okay. But yeah, you saw the Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> but too fucked up yeah. to type. <laughs> At least made me giggle a little yeah, bit. Like yeah. have a joke in a shit situation. All right. Um, and then I don't know his name. But the NFL player that um, collapsed after a tackle, um, Demar Hillian. Yeah, that's that sounds right. Um, I probably mispronounced that. Yeah, that was I'd... crazy. I watched that video and he just he stood up and then he just dropped. Yeah, 
it it looked pretty serious to be honest it would... cardiac arrest is one of those things that just keeps popping up in sports mm. and it's it, it's not just i think sports you see it and it's so noticeable but it it happens to so many people in like workplaces and stuff like that yeah we're like i am so happy my dad's office has a defib and everyone has cpr training yeah so if it happens because like my dad thought he's had a heart attack when he was on the way home from work one day at time like yeah it's scary yeah and it can happen to anyone and yeah. it's one of those things that like it's like cpr there's a few things that are like should be taught generally because it's gives you the opportunity to save a lot of people's lives yeah. if you're in that situation and it's one of the situations you never hope you're in but you regret not knowing you don't have an effect on yeah. you mentally long term of that Imagine if you if you had the opportunity to help someone or save someone and you just didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, and you, it's not even your fault really because you just don't have the the knowledge or capability. Like, I mean, I'm say I'm medically trained because I, um, like I'm first aid trained anyway. Um, for my old job. Um, but I haven't done that in two years now, and I couldn't tell you the first thing i can't remember half of it so mm. um that's something that i probably need to look into doing again as a refresher so mm. especially now you're so labor intensive well that and it's sort of dangerous the job i am doing i mean if you think about it like there's a lot of moving moving machines and all that yeah. sort of stuff like if that shit falls on you you need to be able to you know mm sort of help at least but yeah crazy stuff here yeah. yeah i think one of the the like the bright spots in my year so far has been actually starts the documentary yes which you forced me to watch yeah, i did i did um funnily enough the next day after watching that that put me into a little bit of a, a spiral up or down or like down put me in a bad headspace like self-consideration kind of down or like it, it just took me back to um it sort of took me back to like bad places where i was um but it was nothing to do with the documentary it was more to do with the like me putting myself back in when i was in therapy a lot mm. and um, it just took me back to that that place I was at that stage. And it's crazy because a year ago, I was in a very different spot to yeah. what I am now. And it sort of forced me to reflect on where I was a year ago. And it really just took a toll on me yesterday. Like, I was not in a good headspace yesterday at all. Um, but I think, like, too, though, like, now that you've gone through that and you know how to get to the other side even when that trauma now comes up again because yeah. it gets triggered by something you have that enough maturity and the understanding of it to work through it yeah in a way that you're capable of i want to talk to someone yeah like when i when i first started having like these these like mental health breaks like i'd never seeked help that's the problem like and it just got worse yeah just repressed repressed yeah. the emotion so i i just sat there and got worse and worse and worse because i didn't do anything about it mm. and 
like thankfully I have a support group around me now that I can reach out and just talk about it and I was I'm fine today like it's so good because it, I'd rather have one bad day than have weeks months years of bad repetitive you know yeah just over and over like, like rip that band-aid off yeah. like it's gonna suck get it over with yeah I mean it it's hard to just get everything that you're thinking out of your mind and off your chest um and I feel like that's sort of the hardest sort of point of yesterday. Like just trying to put everything in my brain out into like a vocal sense and be able to talk about it and get it all out. Well, it's like that's one of the things is self-expression. Yeah. It's so difficult, especially to if you're trying to express yourself in a way that somebody else will understand. Yeah. And that's where... We agree, music is great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trust me, I was I was listening to a lot of Juice World yesterday. Um, Rest in peace, Jared. And a lot of just I don't know. It was a lot of just sort of mellow, sort of sad songs, but also it did sort of bring me out of it a little bit because, in mm. a way, it it's. The music itself is sad, but it also a lot of Juice World's music anyway. It, it um, shows you the problem, mm. and then says you got to push through it. Yeah, and I think that's what Juice World's message was. Like yeah. I remember this quote: "I was put here to lead the broken and misfit souls." Yeah. Like, Juice World is, like, his goal wasn't to just make music. It was to try and tell a story that was beneficial to his fans. Yeah. And he he, he became such a, a a leader and uh, a role model for so many youths and, you know, just hmm. so many people that, and it's just so unfortunate that he's gone now, but there's still a lot of stuff that's coming out, so, as hmm. in music-wise, so... His art's always going to be there, and the message is never going to change in his music. So once it's out there, it's never going to change. So that's the main thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think. But, I mean, the documentary itself, just so different. That's that's sort of what I found. It was Yeah, different. and I think especially to... Like, if you watch it, I'm trying not to spoil it, but documentary, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. It starts on Netflix, Mm -hmm. at least in Australia, other places in the world. I don't know where it is. Um, Uh, I'm I'm sure it would be because it is an American... Yeah, it's a Netflix exclusive, isn't it? It's made by Jonah and... Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's about Jonah Hill and him telling the story of his psychologist and trying to share the lessons that he's learned and the strategies that he's been taught or in the way that the tools that he's been taught that have helped him accomplish what he's accomplished and, and it's, overcome his demons. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's interesting to, to listen to what they were saying about how uh, therapists and all that are, are taught to just sit there and be in the middle and just listen Hmm. Um, and one of, one of the parts of it, um, I, I'm, again, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but, um, 
one of one of the parts he was saying uh, Jonah was saying that when you go to therapy you want um, the therapist to give you advice um, and then when you go to your friends you don't want them to give you advice they just want uh, you yeah. just want them to be be there for you but it reverses and the therapist is just there for you to and just listens mm. and your friends give you shit advice that's that's sort of what he was saying yeah and i do think that is true in a certain sense but also in a certain aspect it's difficult to give advice unless you know the full situation yeah 100 percent. so that's where i think um it's not so much advice sorry if you can hear the thunder we're getting a huge thunderstorm um but um it's um like about those tools because mm. you can't always give someone the advice that's going to solve all their problems but what you can do is teach them and say hey this is something that may be beneficial to you. Coping mechanisms and and ways to try to help yourself. Um, because in the end of the like at the end of the day, it's you that's gonna help you. Yeah. No, like no matter how much help you do seek out, you've got to be the one who actually puts it into motion. Yeah. You've got to be the one who makes the actual changes and and gets better because you gotta you just gotta just gotta do it. I don't know. That's I think one of the biggest things too this episode didn't air, but on like our first mock episode I um I spoke about like the three biggest factors that we feel affect our lives and that being personal relationships, work and friends. Hmm. And the documentary kind of put it in a different way. It's personal people. What was this last one? Professional. I think it was the three P's. Personal, people, professional. Um, I think so. And professional basically being work, people being relationships, and then personal being yourself. Yeah. And it all starts, It's the way it's explained is it's, it's like a triangle. Yeah. Um, a pyramid. Yeah. Bottom layer is yourself. No matter if you're not functioning yourself, you will never have healthy relationships with the people around you because you will be being a detriment to them. Yeah. And it makes it very, very hard to be have a positive relationship. Yeah. And then that then extends to professional relationships. Yeah. But the one thing that kind of I enjoyed the most was actually it was kind of um, like in a way gratifying for me to hear that because my therapy experience is actually very, very different to the regular one. Body people yourself. Body people yourself. Okay. I, di- I didn't think it was professional. D- yeah. Cause it starts with the body and then it works to the people. And then yourself is the top of the pyramid because that's the, that's, that's the, the cornucopia goal. of it. You know, it's the, yeah. it's the tippy top. Um, but it was kind of like gratifying because um like yeah therapy is something that i never did in a typical sense like i didn't trust therapists for a long time because of past trauma funnily enough um but what changed was i kind of learnt myself what my issues were and then from there i said instead of going hey i need to figure out my issues i said actually hey i need help in finding tools to deal with these issues. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think is a common misconception about therapy these days is it's not just 
hey, these are my problems. What can I do to fix them? Like, what do I like? What are they? It's like, no. You, sometimes it can just be a life skill that you learn from a therapist. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an individual solution to an individual problem. Yeah. It can be an overall goal. I think that's where my therapist was really good because he gave me a lot of life lessons that I implement in my life um, a lot now. Mm. Um, and like, I'm never going to be good 100% of the time. And no one is. No. It's like, that's not how life works. No. So for those down days, you got to be able to have some sort of way to get out of it. Yeah. Um, and that's where those life lessons, and it, it doesn't even have to do with like anything to do with your mental health or anything. Like the life lessons can just make your life better in just a simple, you know, just a simple way. Yeah. Just your perspective yeah. on things. Yeah. And I think that that is also like, that's as important as a lot of other things that, you do like yeah um if you if you put good habits in your life you'll be amazed how much better of a person you feel like you become yeah and and crazy how much better you feel just mm. at, like in general because you you feel like you're i don't know you you're, you're it's, it comes down to routine as well, I guess. It's just one yeah. of those things. I think, like, one of the biggest things with routine, though, is there's always going to be things that try and disrupt your routine. Mm. And that's exactly what factor X was. Yeah. Like, it is X because it changes in nature, it changes in size, it, it changes in every adapt, way. It'll adapt. Yeah. I guess. And, like, no matter how successful you are, how, like, how good you are, there will always be an issue. There's, you're never going to have a perfect, like just run through anything. There's yeah. nothing, perfect doesn't exist. Okay. That's no, it's basic in basics. It doesn't exist. It's bullshit. Yeah. And it's so true. Like, and it, and like the one thing, other thing that stuck out to me was like the pearl necklace one pearl at a time like you can only do one thing at a time yeah it goes back to like what i was saying the other week i don't know if it actually went on the podcast or not but if you ask someone to change everything they won't change anything mm. if you ask someone to change something they'll slowly change everything yeah like you can't change everything at once it's, it's a process yeah and um and that's the thing like you need to give people some leeway too if you can see they're putting an effort to change and deal with their ex X is in yeah, fact I'm not a person. Fact, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Although some people need to deal with their well, exes yeah, too. That's like, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not fucking wrong. Um, sort your shit out, guys. All right, let's go. Come on. Yeah. Um, but no. It's just. It's just yeah. Putting things in perspective. My day's been a very, very much about perspective. I think that. You need to have that perspective, though, to be honest. Like, even though it sucks, and, like, sometimes you just need to be grounded and put back into, like, where, like, your box. If, yeah. If that makes sense. Like, you got to be put back into the real world, mm. I guess. And 
where people are also at, not just you. Yeah, and I, I think perfect example of like dealing with a fact act, which is me leaving work this afternoon. Like, obviously, I can't say what happened, but yeah, it was two or three hours of something that you wouldn't want to just anyone to ever go through. Yeah. yeah, extremely distressing. And having to try and sort it out and make sure everyone's welfare is okay. Um, but like, you know, I got in the car and just sat there for like 15 minutes, like like reconsidering life and then, you know, okay, well, you're glad you're not in that situation. But also the reason I'm doing this is because the, well, the reason that affected me so much is because it brought up past trauma that I related to. Mm. And it's not the fact that it's the trauma that like stuck out and made it hard to move past. It's the fact that I know how, well, I, I can appreciate how that person would be feeling in that, in that place, I think. Yeah. And the difficulties that they would be have understanding what's going on around them. And, and what's going to happen in their future and how they're affected by that. Yeah. And that's one of the things is like, that's why we're doing this though. Yeah. Because we don't have answers. But if we can provide we a have, little bit of insight into how you can, we have experiences. That's what we have. Yeah. So, we're we're just gonna. The whole point of the podcast is to try and share our experiences and try to share a little bit of knowledge to help. I guess it like even though it may not help everyone in their own specific circumstances but it may help some others like it, yeah. it's not going to work for everyone but it, some people it may help which is if it helps one person i'm happy exactly if i could like you know if i can save one life it kind of makes it worth it yeah one life is better like you know is good enough for me especially too when you consider like the endless possibilities that one person has to what they can achieve. Hmm. Like for all you know, that one person that you walked past and didn't think shit of one day could end up being the next Elon Musk or exactly. something along those lines, you know, like, like, yes, the likelihood is slim, but never impossible. No, but nothing is ever impossible these days. Let's be real. Besides breathe, being out of breathe CO2. Well, we're not Martians yet. <laughs> I mean, I can try. <laughs> be my guess. I know CPR. <laughs> yeah, give me five. I'll be back. No, but yeah. I mean, one of the also biggest news stories to break this year was the Rolling Stones list. Controversial. I don't know. Like the my first reaction was, I want to see the criteria. I want to see yeah. what caused them to make the decisions they made so I, I could understand it. But at the same time, I'm going to be the devil's advocate. Okay. Um, everyone has their own opinion on it. Oh, yeah. So it, it's, you're never going to have a perfect list because someone is always going to disagree. So for them to make a list like that, it's always going to be scrutinized and be a controversy because... There's always going to be someone. Yeah, but it, I mean, like, my biggest thing was the criteria was be like, you know, if somebody was left off, like, what's a name who I... 
I don't even know if they're on the list, but I assume they wouldn't be, like Ellie Golding. I don't think so. No, I don't think she was on there. But like, at least if there was a criteria, then you could understand why they weren't on that list. Mm. Like, you know, and there's certain names that we talked about before, like Johnny Cash and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Johnny Cash was 80-something, Taylor Swift 107. Johnny Cash was 85 because he was one below Michael Jackson, which was one of the most scrutinized picks because he was so high up on the list. And, I mean, I think partly that is to do with his controversy before he did die. Um, oh, well. well. And post. Yeah, and post, I, I was going to say. Um, postpartum. No, not postpartum. It's something else. <laughs> postmortem. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that, that that's, in its own way, it's tarnished his legacy in a little bit. But I feel like... That aside, I think that he should be close well, yeah. to the number no, one. I mean, like, like, if there was a criteria and you could say it's purely on music or like their social influence as well is being measured as part of it, yeah. like then- well, Michael Jackson has one of the biggest cult followings of all time. But like, then again, yeah. social influence, his social influence has changed dramatically yeah, over, over the past yeah. few years. So yeah. I could explain that that being a justification yeah. for why his spot was affected by, by that. But I also think that that- it's unfair because he's not here to defend himself with all of his, uh, with all the allegations. I, I, I'm just going to say, because he's not here to defend himself and mm. it sort of just sucks that all of that sort of stuff had come out after his passing. So, yeah. Um, for better or worse, it's out there and it can't be changed. Yeah. But, you know, it is it, what it is. It's yeah. I mean, I felt like he was always an icon for a lot of people and it sort of changed the narrative in the last few years, which is, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to really go into it because I it's yeah. kind of enough said we're never yeah. actually, we're going to never know. No one's going no to understand both yeah. sides of the story. So yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> When we're not a judge or anything like that, so I mean, it's we're not making any you know decisions on anything, so it's which actually this is one of the reasons why I don't think I could ever do law. I no, I I couldn't do it. I mean, there's too much. Well, I think if you were a judge, you'd have to block out a lot of the outside noise, like all of it. But also, then, like if you look at it ethically, like. You know, there's been certain cases in time where the decisions have changed over time mm. and mistakes have been made. But if you made one of those decisions where it was shown to be a mistake and you completely altered the course of somebody's life, then... Yeah, you fucked up. Well, well you'd feel shit. It, no, but that's the thing. At the time, if your decision was completely justified, ethically, how does that sit with you? Well, I mean, you can't be mad at it because it was justified. You, you just got to, you know. But it also, also at the same time... Just because it does mean you can't feel regret and yeah, everything yeah, like that. that. That sort of stuff does seep in no matter what. Mm. You could be the most fortified person of all time, but it still seeps in somehow, some way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's that'd be a tough gig. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'd, mm. 
you have to be a strong strong headed person to you know go through with that sort of stuff i reckon no that's something i'm finding more and more the like the more i discover who i am is i only want to do something that aligns with my ethical beliefs no because <laughs> he's yawning again no. <laughs> Sorry. i want to do something i can stand behind and be proud of doing yeah. Where if I don't agree with it ethically, I think I would struggle to be proud of it. Oh, well, I think that that's the same with anything. That if, if you think it's ethically wrong, how are you going to, like, how are you going to live? And, you know, well, live with no regret, I guess, in, in the same sort of... Yeah. Like, and it's, yeah. I think that that's, yeah, you, you got to... If you, if you end up doing what you actually want to do in life, I think that you got to go for something that is going to make you feel good ethically instead of chasing money or anything like that. No, but that's the thing. If you're doing, if you're chasing money and you're not ethically going against your values, like, and you're not There's hurting nothing. anyone, There's then it's not wrong. a particularly bad thing. No, but like, if you're putting money over your, uh, your, your ethical beliefs, then you need to realign where your where your priorities are. Yeah, but I think I, like one of the most common traits among CEOs is narcissism, hmm. and I don't, that's sort of the thing. Like being narcissism is often viewed as a very very negative thing, where it in some cases can be positive because narcissism is seeing yourself in a very very strong light in a broad term. And that can be... Some would say Andrew Tate would be a uh, narcissist. <laughs> um, but, like, regardless of whether you like Andrew Tate or not, I think you have to respect his self-confidence. And I think fun. that that's one of his main positive qualities. Yeah. That he... Some would say only. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, he, he does preach... A, a lot of self-belief yeah. and... Yeah, and I think that that is a good message to be. Yeah, but it, it also depends how people take it. It's he's always going to look be looked at as a bad guy because it, people take stuff differently. So it's that's all I'm going to say on it. But it's all it's all viewed in their own light, and controversial yeah. people are controversial. That's simple as that. No, see that. Well, I'm just going to say it because the one thing I can't stand about Andrew Tate is he views people as less if they don't agree with his point of view. Mm. You're um, not wrong. Yeah. And that's like, you expect us to value your opinion, except you don't value other people's. It's mm. so hypocritical. Yeah, he'll call people a bum, a loser, whatever, just because they're happy with where they are sort of in life, I guess. Mm. Um, call them brokies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's mm, high high modal language uh, use, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Just um, yeah, but I don't know. It's just controversial in in all aspects. I did have to um put my opinion in a in a group chat the other night. Um, well, that would have went down well. Well, I I think that. Actually, no, actually, the, the conversation was very grown up because there's a lot of positives and negatives on each side. So you've got to be able to live 
in the middle and see both the positives and the negatives. You yeah. can't you can't be all positives because there are negatives. So like you can't be just like, oh no, he's he's great, he's you know, this, he's that when you do see the other stuff and you're like, well <laughs> Yeah. Like I, I do feel like he is a character. Like Oh yeah, I'll give him that. That because character okay, But he plays a character, that's what I feel. Yeah, well actually that goes like is he just now living into like leaning into this fully and yeah. I don't care if people hate me well, because it's gonna make top me G, rich. The top G, like I feel like that's a character. Yeah. And he's just leaning into it because it's profitable. Yeah. Well, he makes a lot of money just from all the stuff that he's doing. Be controversial and you make a lot of money. It's as simple as that these days. It's for better or worse the way the world is. Yeah. The more controversial you are, the more clicks, the more listeners, the more whatever you... Mm. It's just, you know, Kanye. Mm. (laughs) Uh, But what was, like, the one thing that stood out to you most about the stats? documentary um the i've already mentioned it but i think the the difference in uh the way stutz goes about his uh therapy and his tools and all that sort of stuff yeah um his he he gives the advice. He's not going to sit there and just listen and be like, mm, okay, tell me how that fits. Unpack that, you know? You know, because that, I'm sorry, but it doesn't really help. you got to find the right person that is going to say, okay, sorry, but you got to sort your shit out. Mm. But I'm going to give you tools to help you sort your shit out and not just sit there and be like, okay, mm, okay, that's yeah. interesting. No. Um. But also, I feel like the whole documentary and movie was just completely different to what I've anything I've seen before, because it's it, it peeled back the cover, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the film style, the honesty around the film style, the relationship. You know, it was all in black and white too. Yeah, which was a interesting L- choice. Last film I can remember all being in black and white by a directorial choice, Schindler's List. That's the last film I can remember being. Black no, White. there was there was one. Um, oh, I know with Zendaya and uh, I can't I can't okay. remember the other dude, but it was on Netflix. I did watch it, and it was about a a couple a toxic relationship, mm. and it was actually a very good watch. But um, I can't remember what it was called. Um. Actually, you know what? You know what else we need to be a movie we haven't talked about, which I know we both would love to talk about. What beats? Oh, Kira's song. Happy yeah, birth, happy birthday, Calvin. Yeah, that is it. Kira's song. Kira's song. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. But I haven't watched that in a long time, actually. But um, such a um, a powerful message. It literally is music. The example of music being self-expression. It is. Yeah. That's that's literally the whole premise of the. Uh, Malcolm and Marie is the movie. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Released in twenty twenty one. Okay. Guess I'm just not a black. I'm just not a film nerd. 
I mean, it uh, it was who was in it? Uh, Zendaya and John David Washington. Okay. Um, you'll know him from Black Klansman. Have you seen that? No. Oh, should okay. I have, should I have? Oh, it is. It's it's been memed a lot. Um, I've probably seen a meme somewhere. I just don't know where it's from. Yeah, uh, monsters and men. Uh, the Tomorrow War. Uh, yeah, he's he's in a little bit of stuff. Um, tenant. Oh, tenant. Yeah, he's in a bit of stuff. You you'll probably recognize his face, actually. I probably know him from Tenant. Yeah. 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 But no. I, I think it was actually a really good movie. It wasn't rated very high on Rotten Tomatoes, but also Rotten Tomatoes can go get fucked. Well, exactly. Like, mainstream rating is overrated because it's all about an individual yeah. person's experience with it. Yeah, I, I don't... It, it, it can be good to provide a baseline of information, mm. but doesn't mean it's correct or wrong. I, I'd like going off a society's sort of viewpoint instead of a film critic's viewpoint, uh, viewpoint most of the time. Hmm. Just because if it's good to the masses, it's going to be most most of the time pretty good to me. If you're not if you're not nitpicking every fucking thing in the movie, you know it's. If, if it's easy to watch, you know, it's it's easy to watch. It's... Well, one thing we actually spoke about today while I was on lunch at work was um, Top Gun and mm. how comparing the how one. Top Gun, yeah, the new one was um, seeing it in person at mm-hmm. the like, theatre yeah. compared to watching it at home. Oh, okay, yeah. And, like, yeah. it's a perfect example of, like, art where possible should be appreciated in the way that's going to best highlight its unique features. Mm. And in that case, it's Top Gun. Yeah. Like, it's Top Gun's sound effects. Yeah. Like, they actually filmed inside jets. Like, if you don't have a good sound system, you're not going to hear those subtle vibrations and things like that. Yeah. Where it's, yeah. it's filmed to be viewed in a movie theatre because there's... I don't know how many speakers there are in a yeah. movie theater, but be like um, watching the new Avatar on your phone compared to like yeah, it's yeah. New, like there's no like there is a point, but you're never gonna see it in its full beauty. Yeah, you're just limiting itself and your experience. I you feel like you it. should see Avatar in 4D or whatever it is the 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 sound you could feel, whatever it is the. You just sounded like the biggest marketing promo I've ever seen. Fuck yeah, <laughs> up the 4D. I just said I've ever seen to a sound. Yeah, I don't know what it is to be honest. I I don't go to the movies a lot anymore. It's weird since COVID. Um, a lot of it's funny how movie like the movie theaters have just taken a plummet since COVID, and the online streaming services have just taken over everything. Yeah, COVID is one of those things that has forever changed the world. Hmm. For better or for worse, um, it's, yeah, it's interesting actually. A lot of things like that have have come into fruition in the past few, like in the past year or so. You just sort of realize, oh, hmm. Netflix would have made a fucking killing over COVID, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what a, like the you should have bought some shares in, in Netflix before COVID. Fuck, you know. 
it's yeah that sort of stuff is just interesting um it's just it's funny they just pop up out of nowhere it seems like you just sort of think about it and you're like mm. Mm. when you get a moment to yourself and you're just like oh okay self-reflection yeah self-reflection is scary sometimes yeah but the scariest things are good no, yeah, well, I think that self well, actually, put no, me into a little bit, of, little bit of a fucking spiffle yesterday, so that's a yeah. little while saying self-reflection is a bit scary. No, but you got out, you, you went to the gym, like you I focused on your gym. body, you forced yourself to go work out and... Yes, destroy my body <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> yeah, but no. I'm sore today, I'll tell you that much. No, I called you last night because I was scared. Yeah. Because I packed up. I got starting to pack up my room, ready to move, and kind of just sunk in that I'm really going to this other world away from everyone I know. The the clothes are right next to me. <laughs> the the wardrobe. I think I'm gonna need a few more jackets. Yeah, I think it's you're like underprepared. Only kind of... what? Like you've only got one. Probably got four, oh. four like actually suitable jackets. Oh, jumpers, jackets. Oh, never mind. It's currently thirteen degrees. That's warm. That's really warm, actually, for this time of year. Yeah, because it's winter. I've seen all the fucking snow everywhere in the park. Like, yeah, it was negative twelve like two days ago. Yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> that's fucked. Oh. I couldn't go back to cold. Melbourne was cold enough for me. Nah. No. I don't know. It's like anything, though. There's positives and negatives. I think it's positives because you're just going to a different fucking place entirely where it's a completely and utterly new, fresh start. Just And I have to, I have to grow. Hmm. If I don't go into it with an open mind and be willing to change for the better, it's not going to be successful. No. And I, I, that goes with anything. I wish I could just leave sometimes. Just pack up and go wherever. There's a lot of factors that also stop that. But yeah, I do want to just go experience experience stuff. Well, it's funny. I think I would have been there 12 months ago if, if people didn't get sick around me. Yeah. But I wouldn't have been able to live with myself if they, they didn't get better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, somebody we both well, I think know. You, I think you would have come back if. Yeah. If you did, if you had left. But, been very... but no, somebody we both know, um, they have a very, very sick family member at the moment. And, um, they, like, it just puts things into perspective, like how lucky I was that things turned out okay in the story I was involved in and how easy it's not, how easy it is for it not to turn out okay and mm. things to go the other direction because it is completely out of your control. Yeah. And... I mean... Life does happen, and the sad thing is that life goes on Either either way, like, which is a scary thought mm. that was also talked about in Stutz. Um, he didn't, uh, Jonah Hill did mention that, you know, 
it's a, it's a it's a thing that you know it doesn't sit right with me either that you know your your thought about you know with your with your friends and family you know so many people through your life and then once you're gone like you're eventually forgotten we well, yeah, i think it's i feel like that's a it's a scary thought it's a scary thought and a shit thought but i i think it's a macklemore quote it is um there's you die twice the last uh, time you take a breath and the last time somebody mentions your name. name yeah yeah and that's like that yeah. every time i hear that line i'm just like fuck that's what am i good yeah <laughs> but it's true though yeah because this is gonna sound so depressed but like that's where i was like ah oh, fuck maybe i shouldn't mention that <laughs> no but like if you don't give like if you, it's very easy for me to sit here and say because I've, i'm doing something that i enjoy doing currently mm. trying to help people um but like if you don't find your passion and find something that you believe in and are willing to put effort into it's very very easy to just drift through yeah and not accomplish what you're capable of doing not leave a mark yeah yeah and it's and it's like you know no matter how much you want to leave a mark some people you won't be able to not because you're not capable not because of like just because society isn't ready for you to leave that mark maybe yet and you think back and go to you know so many of the activists for um gender equality for racial equality for things like that Mm -hmm. like the mark they left, but there was predecessors before them that had the same ideas, most likely. That are never going to be named ever, so it's... But they, like, you know, they started that conversation. Society wasn't ready to hear it yet, but that ball needed to start rolling somewhere. Yeah. Um, And um, I think we're all glad it did. In saying that, though, it doesn't matter if you don't leave a mark on society as long as you leave a lasting impression or mark on someone close to you or someone in your life i think that that's also important too yeah it doesn't have to be how many people you affect it can be the um the quality of the effect you have on people you know it goes back to quality versus quantity yeah if you again if you could help one person get through something in in life, I think that that's something special. Mm. And if you can help someone that's just going through a bad day or a bad time and that leaves an impression on them, I think that that's a positive no matter what. Yeah. So. Well, another quote. <laughs> um, See, I'm normally the one with the quotes and you're, you're just pulling them out of your ass right now, so... I, I know Nipsey Hussle said it. I think it came from Rick Ross originally. Um, it is, you can measure success by how many people you bless. Mm. Like, and it's one of those materialistic things, but success is so often viewed these days as... Money and how many cars you have. And this is coming from people with... What colours your Bugatti? <laughs> yeah, with Bugattis, with the Maybachs and things like that. And then yeah. saying, actually we still know the value of blessing people yeah. and making their, their lives, lives easier. easier and better. Yeah. Like and buying 
buying a, a struggling family Christmas presents. Like, you're going to make their their day so much better. Well, not even their day, though. Like, like if... they're, they're... Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're end of the year, to be honest. I mean... Well, and it's one of those things, too, like, especially at that time of year, if you can... For better or worse, memories always seem to... Like, it's... Um, data effect trauma. I think that's... It's definitely not the like, correct psychological term. But the theory is... Like, your body subconsciously knows, like, when it's been a calendar year since something, whether that be from external reminders, internal reminders. Like, you know when... Yeah, seasonal reminders, Yeah, I guess. Like, you know when that's something that triggers you, and that can be a positive or negative memory. Mm. So, if, like, you give someone a positive memory on a certain day, doesn't mean that it's just going to improve their day. It might improve their day three months from now because something triggers them and we'll, like that will, they'll remember that memory and it'll boost yeah. their mood. Something that will trigger, you know, something will trigger that memory just in just external yeah. life. Like just something will happen. And it, it could happen a year, two years, three years, five years, ten years down the track and it's just like, oh, okay. Mm. You but never actually know the effect you have on someone until it's been had. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing in, in its own way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I do also want to, one last point on studs. Um, I do want to mention the, uh, I just found it interesting. There was, uh, a part at the end between, uh, the, it was a conversation that, uh, Stutz and Jonah were having. Um, and it was a conversation about, um, why Jonah wanted to actually originally make the movie slash documentary. And, um, it's just, it was just interesting to see the, I'm not going to tell you what, what it was because I don't really want to spoil it, but it's interesting how things like that change over the course of, um, filming something like that. And it's also related to like going into something even close-minded and thinking it's going to be one way and then experiencing being there and changing your perspective on it. Mm. I feel like that I've done that a lot. Um, just going into something thinking, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be shit. You know, I'm just going to have a terrible day. It's going to be boring. And then you go there and have a great time and then it just changes your perspective completely mm. so i feel like that's also a reason that you should have more of an open mind and be more positive in just random you know events or situations and in life because you never know what could happen you could make a friend you could make make a memory that you're going to remember like it's remember for however many years like you never know what's going to happen and i feel like that relates to that in in some way or another it just that's sort of where i went with it yeah um uh, and i think one of the things that like stood out to me about the closed minded was like the art style and like the way it adapted over time yeah and it originally being set up as a one day thing then it took them years to film that. Movie. Yeah, movie, but, but also insane. Also, 
Jonah then bringing Studs into that whole process and opening up about it. Yeah. And not, kind of... not leaving him out of anything. He was so involved in the creative process after that first filming session, which was great to see. Actually. Yeah. And I think it, sh- it showed, like, obviously Jonah had a vision and had an expectation, yeah. but also when that didn't come to fruition was open-minded enough to ask yeah and ask uh Stutz's creative like what he thinks it should be mm. um which was interesting and yeah know when to take on feedback um also found an the interesting point of uh having Jonah mentioned something in it that uh he always thought that um, people that were above him or he idolized didn't go through the same problems as he goes through. Um, it's, it's true in a sense. They won't go through the same problems, but it doesn't mean they won't go through problems. Yeah. I mean, saying that as in loss, as in, you know, heartache, as in that sort of stuff, yeah, you know, like, like self-doubt. Yeah. Stuff that people go like everyone goes through you're not going to go through life and not lose somebody yeah you know like and it was funny their interaction when he mentioned that to Stutz and he just laughed at him Mm. and he he was like Jonah's like oh are you laughing because it's stupid and he said yeah it really is Mm. like because if you think about it like no matter who you are no matter if it's fucking Jay-Z or Beyonce or some bullshit like that, you know? Everyone's a human and everyone's going to go through the... It's going to be different, but it's also going to... Everyone goes through the same sort of things yeah, as, like, the loss and all that. in your you own know? way. Yeah. And I think that that's an interesting point because people idolise people so much, especially when they're of a great celebrity status or an idol status to them. Um, and I think sometimes you got to take a step back and go, wow, okay, they're humans too. And a lot and a lot of that is the same with when uh, celebrities have uh, breakdowns or, you know, say something like, back the fuck off, like get a camera out of my face. Um, because they're humans too, and they're often, so often seen as non-humans because they're in this, such a high status mm-hmm. in the world, which sucks because they can't live a normal life and they just can't, you know, they're always in the public eye, which it's what you sign up for when you're a celebrity, but, um, it would be nice for them sometimes to be seen as a human being. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of them are sort of like that. Well, I think uh, it's funny cause, um, like you look at like someone like the side men, mm-hmm. like, and you compare what their content used to be. They're a YouTube group. If you don't know from the UK, yeah. but they used to be able to go out on the street and film like, you know, three years ago and just do whatever they wanted yeah. and be left in peace. Well, now <laughs> every time they go out in London, <laughs> There the crowd get, of people yeah. that follow them around yeah, yeah. like and it's like it's just that. it's it's crazy how much it changes yeah when you become 
insanely more popular. Yeah. Um, especially if you're from a a smaller... Like, London isn't that big. so No, very densely populated. Yeah, so no matter where you sort of go in London, you're going to be seen by people when you have such a large following. Yeah. Like that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think that... I think that... Um, Jonah seeing, like, learning from that as well. Um, and I think that that's just a... The whole the whole message of that is, I think, learning and being able to, to cope. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because it was supposed to be about his therapist, but it also became equally about him. Mm. Um which was funny. I, I found that funny. Um, yeah. No. Funny how it works like that. Okay. I think, as well, one thing I'm going to try and do this week is listen to one song from every one of that Rolling Stones 200 list. Oh, fuck. I don't think I'll have time for that. <laughs> Regardless yeah, of whether I agree with the list or not, I think it'd be cool opening to at least... Surely someone's made a playlist by now, maybe. Probably not. Not yet. Uh, Give it a week. Yeah. You could be the first one to do it. Fuck <laughs> that, that's simple. <laughs> yeah, I was say. And like, then what are we doing? Are we doing their number one ranked song? Or like, are we doing their... Like... Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, be, not, I'm not ready for that. I'm yeah. not ready for that. Like, what was the... Uh, what, what, was, what was this ranked on, you know? <laughs> People are always going to have questions. Yeah. But no, I think that's... That's us uh, now. I was going to say, I think that'll do do us. Thank you for bearing with us through our hiatus. Yeah, I think that this one, I think, is going to be a lot better to just have out now that after that hiatus, I think that it's just going to be a little bit of a resume. I think we were, it was just so chaotic too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a tough time, like such a tough, busy time anyway, so it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. So no. All right, well, you guys take care of yourselves and catch us next time. Catch you next time.